Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Well, yes, we are here again for the 384th episode of the Focus Society of Overachievers. Uh, another beautiful Tuesday. Uh, hope... Uh, I know throughout the heartland of America there are some inclement weather working, but um, we're kind of nice here on the Sacramento River. It's going to turn into about a 70-degree day. We're joined so far this morning by with Lori Polina in St. Louis. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. Always good to have you here. <laughs> uh, Lori, Lori informed me that on those of you that receive email from us, to remind you about the show, I haven't changed the little blurb in the bottom, and it says we're talking about outwitting the devil, which we aren't, but I still encourage anybody who hasn't read that book to get a copy. They're very inexpensive. You can go to bestbusinessmindset.com slash devil. I think you have a choice of paperback or hardback. Very interesting book quite timely, even though it was written in 1938, published in 2011, and uh, it it's Napoleon Hill's take on everything that he did work, study, and read about, and apply to his own life, and uh, obviously this was the time as the country was trying its best to get out of what was called a depression. And uh, he had some pretty good insights on the fact as to why some people spend their lives in a total state of confusion and a state of dismay. Why people who were born in the image and likeness of greatness spend their lives with their heads down. Woe is me. Uh, I was dealt a dirty blow and all of the excuses that we can give. Not much has changed, actually, in the world over thousands of years. And in this country, we do have some challenges, that's true. Uh, We are very quickly going down the road of entitlement and leaving the feelings and the the joy of freedom. Uh, Seems like we as a population are willing to give our freedoms up to allow somebody to take care of us rather than take care of ourselves. Seems to be the majority consensus of opinion based on the last election. It will be interesting to see what happens in future elections if there are any. The American people may just be in the position that they just as soon lay over and allow a dictator to take over. Getting close to that. Look, we just praised the death of a 58-year-old fat man who, interestingly enough, uh, who claimed and and has been praised by some of our educators here in this country that uh, he was a person for the common man and his goal was to take Venezuela to great heights and to make sure that everybody's taken care of. 
But the only person who was taken care of in Venezuela was the president himself, whose estimated net worth is in the several billions of dollars, which is kind of interesting because when he came to office, he was dead broke. So enough said for those people who profess to want to help people and uh, do an awful lot to help themselves. But if that's the way we want to live, that's the way you're going to live. Personally, I don't. And uh, several of the people who listen to this show on a regular basis obviously don't. And we've been talking about for the last six, seven years what you can do to be in control of your own destiny. And, And to be very honest with you, I spend very little of my time and energy thinking about the circumstances that I just thought talked about. I spend most of my time and energy trying to make things better for my wife, my children, and my neighbors, my community. Those are things that I can control. Control is a great word. Uh, Thoughts are things, and I can control my thoughts. And if I have good thoughts and think about things that are going to benefit me, which also will benefit my family, and... uh, If it benefits my family and me, it's going to benefit my neighbors and it's going to benefit uh, my community. Uh, It's interesting that if we have sufficient income, we have more time on our hands to uh, share with other people. Uh, It's interesting, as I grew up and had the privilege of meeting people in different walks of life, the most successful, the most financially successful people that I ever met always had time to help others. Now, I'm not talking about some of the phony, uh, uh, you know, buffoons that that uh, are, you know, get-rich-quick types and the Hollywood show types and all of these phony people. I'm talking about people who have worked, applied, they had a dream, they turned that dream into a vision, they turned that vision into goals, and they applied massive energy to to reach those goals. And and if their direction was correct, if if their their mission statement was to do something that would benefit others to deliver value, then they couldn't help make money and couldn't help be successful. And it's interesting, this is a natural law. This is the absolute truth. And and there's people that will listen to this program a year from now or whatever and say, well, you know, that's not true. Look at the businesses that fail. You know, businesses don't fail. People fail. People fail themselves because they refuse to follow the simple principles that were laid down in books going all the way back to Proverbs. I had a discussion the other day, Laurie, about... uh, you know, what's what's the secret? It was on Google Plus, and we had a little chat room going. What's the secret of success? I said, it's real easy. It's uh, called the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. And, of course, all of these intelligent people, much more educated than myself, said, well, what does that tell us? I says, if you want to be successful in business, you treat your customers, your end users, your patients, your clients, the same way you want to be treated. If you want to be treated like crap, then treat them like crap. And that's exactly what you're going to end up with is a big pile of crap. 
That there's no secret to any of this. And so true. It goes back, and I I think the parable in the New Testament, Chuck, um, that that ties right into that is the parable that that he or well not the parable but the the passage that talks about um, <clears throat> Jesus teaching his disciples who were arguing amongst themselves about who was the greatest. And he said, guys, the one that wants to be the greatest among you should be the servant of everyone because he who wants to be great is a servant. Yep. Not not the the big <coughs> guru know-it-all but a humble servant. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting that you bring that up. I'm, as most of you know, I'm, I, I, I am getting into the 21st century here, and I was fortunate enough to win something called a Kindle, Kindle Fire. Uh, yes, I, I won a Kindle Fire on Facebook. Uh, through, actually, it was a blog that I reached through Facebook, written by a good friend of mine in Minnesota, a brilliant young man. And I entered a contest, and it was totally legitimate. I won it, and I received a uh, several hundred dollar uh, Kindle. I didn't know what it was or what to do with it, but I've learned, and I, I now uh, accumulate books probably faster than most people do, because every day there's books for free, and every day there's books at discounted prices, and all of these wonderful things. And... Um, so anyway, I, I bought a book uh, the other day because it was I knew that it was highly uh, uh, touted as, as being a great book. And I, I've always admired the young man that wrote it because I believe that his story is uh, something that people should emulate in some ways. And, and he, he wrote a book called Entree leadership, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's a combination of the words entrepreneur and leadership. And how does one become a leader and be an entrepreneur at the same time? It's written by a gentleman that most of you would know about, uh, uh, Dave Ramsey. And uh, Dave, of course, has uh, built a wonderful empire, and I'll use that word freely, uh, regarding uh, uh, personal finance. Uh, taking care of yourself, how to manage yourself. And it's interesting in the beginning of the book, by the way, the book is available very low cost. Uh, uh, you can uh, take a look at the pages, make a choice if you want to buy a used one, a paperback or a hardbound. Just go to bestbusinessmindset.com slash Dave, D-A-V-E, bestbusinessmindset. Uh, dot com slash Dave and get yourself a copy. I really, you know, you can get a Kindle version, you can get a paperback, a hardbound, used ones, new ones, whatever you want. Let your budget choose for you. But it's interesting that Dave uh, talks in the beginning of the book about his uh, position uh, when he was younger. He had a business and it grew quite rapidly and it fell flat on its face. Absolutely. Call it a failure. The business didn't fail. He did. And he sat down one day and had a dream and turned that dream into a vision and turned that dream into goals. And 
then he applied massive action to solve or to reach those goals, and he's done a wonderful job. The whole book focuses on how he did it and what his philosophy is. And uh, I, I really think it's worth And it's interesting that uh, many of the quotes, many of the statements here in the book have to do with exactly what we've talked about on this show and uh, what we talk about on our Wednesday night show. Uh, for, for instance, uh, I'm looking at a chapter right now called Mission Statements. Those of you as individuals who are interested in having a home-based business, a, a single-person business, you and your wife or you by yourself, do you have a mission statement? How much time and energy have you sat down to write a definition of what your business is? Now, we all know that you have to have a business plan, according to the government agencies, should you want to take advantage of tax deductions, being a self-employed home-based business. And, of course, that takes time and energy, and within that business plan can be your mission statement. And uh, the mission statement, is it something you just blithely do or is this something you put time and energy on it you put time and energy into it and um it's 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 it almost has to be because it gives you something to look at to keep you on track and you on focus because you are the instigator now as dave mentions in his books he he believes in talking about teams not employees uh, he spends a lot of time in his book explaining empowerment. Uh, he explains a lot in the book how his philosophy of leadership, which we don't see in elected leaders today, that's for darn sure. But Dave Ramsey has built a multi-million dollar empire by, by doing the things that are in his book. What does this mean to you? What does it mean to Lori? Well, Lori Polina, right now, in St. Louis, outside of St. Louis, Missouri, a young lady with two children and a husband, the fact of life is, if Lori Polina had a dream, and she turned that dream into a vision, and she took that vision and parsed it into goals, and applied action to those goals within a short period of time, a reasonable period of time, Lori Polina could have anything she wanted to do if her dream and her vision and her goals were relevant to who she really is. And, and this is the one ingredient that I think a lot of us miss, and that is we don't spend enough time assessing who we are, what our talents are. We spend too much time beating ourselves up about the talents that we may be weak in instead of focusing all our energy in that which God already gave us a, a more facile entree to, an easier entrance. <clears throat> if you have the ability to write well, then you may want to focus your dream, your vision, your goals to something that has to do with literature or expressing expression on paper. 
If it happens to be visual, you might want to focus on the visual presentation. It might be audio. Focus on the audio presentation. Because it's interesting that all of us learn different ways. Some of us learn very well <clears throat> by reading. <clears throat> Some of us learn very well by seeing. Uh, you know, seeing things happen. Uh, some of us learn very better by listening. So if we have a business idea, a dream to build something, a better mousetrap, whatever it might be, a better system, or we just want to create a product that, that offers people an opportunity, and, and, and you are a good speaker, well, then focus the growth of that business based on your ability to speak. Oh, yeah, you're going to hire a copywriter. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with... And, and that's the other thing. <clears throat> today in the day... <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> today, with the wonderful power of the Internet and computer, um, there are systems... I mean, you know, there's... there's well, there's the Odesk where you can just about hire anybody on a contractual basis, talented people for affordable prices to do your writing or to do this part of it that isn't your forte, isn't your long suit. Oh, I know. I just said a word. I just said the word, you know, you might have to pay somebody. Well, most of us who have a dream, have a vision, and turn it into goals and apply action to it to grow something, be it a garden or be it a business, know that we have to also invest capital. And that's part of your plan. That's all part of it. We don't have to be, we're not talking about millions of dollars. I have a young, a young lady who I know <clears throat> met through the internet several years ago, and she's always done a pretty good job in the projects that she's undertaken and, she has a new idea. She has a dream. She turned that dream into a vision. And now she's putting the vision into goals. And one of her plan was that, you know, she needs to raise $50,000 worth of capital. And my first question to her is, why? Are you telling me you're not going to start your business until you raise $50,000 worth of capital? Why not break that down into smaller increments and apply action to that which can be done today? It may not be the ultimate whole package, but almost anybody listening to this program today, tomorrow, in the future can apply action to a small segment of a master plan. Focus, society of overachievers. Focus, the word focus. People paint this big, broad landscape and sit around. That's why I can't stand vision boards. I'm sorry. I know they work for some people, but you can see the vision board. I understand that. But you don't spend your day staring at it. It's never going to come to fruition. The only reason that is ever going to be part of your life is if you apply massive action to the plan that you drew up. It's redundant. It's the same thing. It, it's said over and over again. Dream big. Wonderful. I think you should dream big. Have a vision. Wonderful. I think you should have a vision. 
The next step is usually where most people fall down, and that's to put down concrete smart goals. There's a YouTube video on my channel, Chuck Bartok, C-J-B-A-R-T-2. You can just search for Chuck Bartok. There's a, I, there's a, a, a very simple video, slideshow presentation on smart goals. You know, you can have goals, but are they smart goals? That's the that's the step that your people have the vision, they have the dream, they have the vision, and then they kind of fall down in the goal part, and, and, the, and the rest of the people fall down when it's applying action. And I always wondered why. <clears throat> what are you afraid of? There's no such thing as failure. Failure is a figment of anybody's imagination. What might happen is it may not happen the way you thought it did. That's not a failure. You just go back and regroup and figure out a better way. I know it's semantics. Banks didn't fail. People did. People failed to manage them properly. People failed to manage the system. That's what's happening in so many of our entities here in this country. We we create we create these monoliths, these huge things that don't work. The reason they don't work is there was a dream, there was a vision, and there were some goals written down, but nobody applied action. All they do is want to sit on their butt and collect. I suggest you get a whole copy of Dave Ramsey's book. Go to bestbusinessmindset.com slash Dave. It's a great read. It's one I know that will impact anybody's life that has any inkling of wanting to be who they want to be. And that's what we're talking about here. No, it's, we're not talking about being a multimillionaire. That's nice if you want to be a multimillionaire. Or just someone who is doing what they love to do as best they can. We all have that power. Every one of us. It's an inalienable right. <laughs> you know, it's just part of us. It's who we are. It's the human side of us. Dreams turn into visions. Visions turn into goals. And goals turn into, well, with the application of action, goals turn into reality. Lori, are there any short-term goals that you have in front of you that you're seeing positive, uh, positive direction on? Um, improving my um, understanding of mathematics so that I can be, um, so that I can not only help my children academically in school, but also so that I can be better attuned to um, marketability and um, adding to my skill sets there you go. for employers. And, 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 and you're doing that because you want to? Yes. All right, that's very good. Nobody told you to do it, did they? No. Um, it's something that I have long wanted to, um, number one, it started as, as I want as a parent, um, to be able to assist my kids when they're struggling in school and subjects that I myself know what it's like 
not to understand very well. And then I realized, you know, some of maybe my employment experiences have been limit, more limited than they could have been because of the fact that I had certain limits to my skill sets. Mm-hmm. And I... When when I realized that I began to say, Okay, what does that mean? How do I how do I correct that? And I thought, well, one of the ways is that in any employment situation you have to be able to understand your your numbers. What is um you know how many sales are you convert how many phone calls result um in satisfied customers how many phone calls are you servicing a day that result in customers buying and staying with you as loyal customers the ratios the proportions and i used to look at that and go oh my god <laughs> you yeah, mean the, I the, the to... words the words boggled you you know ratio and equations and formula and so on right the the if if you said to me a year or so ago equation or quadratic equation forget it i'm i'm running i'm out of here i'm gone yeah there you go <laughs> and i found out that that's what it is is i was not for whatever reason however it happened i was not taught the language mm-hmm. of mathematics, and I've gone back and realized, if you once build the the construct, the understanding of the language of it, mm-hmm. once you understand the language of it, putting the concepts together is not hard. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that language is is so powerful because that's the reason a lot of children, you know slow down in school because the person in front of the classroom has a difficult time communicating because they were never taught to communicate. Exactly. uh, uh, You know, I see that we have guest three here who's still hanging out, four, five, and six left, but uh, that's okay. We enjoyed them being here. Guest three, if you'd like to type in who you are, where you're from, and before, we'll sure give you some recognition. Um, We we talked about... Short-term goals would be would be not only in the area of math, but for me to help my channel my daughter toward her abilities in in Good. the arts. Good, because because once once she's on that road, you can then take your energy and convert it into other directions. Right. Because we can't be holding our children's hands forever. No. <laughs> Even no, though we true. want to, we like to. True. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've been talking about dreams and. Uh, Visions and goals. And uh, goals are really, as I said, I think a lot of people fall down when it gets to the goal part of it because it does take a little more energy than does the dream and the vision. But see, goals convert your vision into energy. Uh, the, the vision is there, but it isn't energized. It's, it's, it's writing down the goals and applying action to the goals is where you've energized the vision. You lay out what you want to do in detail by the hour, by the week, by the day. And 
as you do that, and of course, I've got a blog post on writing it down at bestbusinessmindset.com. People don't write things down anymore. I, I always wonder about that. I mean writing it down with a pencil on paper. Because we know there's a direct connect to the inner self, the true self. Something happens when, when it goes from your, your, your thought process down through your hand to the paper and you're seeing it flow and you have an opportunity to read it. And I, I, I don't know, is it something, is it might be because you've created it that, that gives you a stronger tie to it? Those are just thoughts on my part. I can't prove any of this. I do know that things that are written down, and I, I do know that people that write things down tend to get more things done. I mean, that, that's just been pretty, pretty much proved. Uh, you lay it out the way you want to do it. And goals, the application of energy to the goals is, is what has created the people we talk about, the great men, so on. There was a quote I always enjoyed, J.C. Penney. Give me a stock clerk with a goal, and I will give you a man who will make history. Give me a man without a goal, and I will give you a stock clerk. There's nothing wrong with being a stock clerk, but I think we all know what Mr. Penny was talking about. Here was a man that had a vision. He had a dream. He wrote down his goals, and he applied action to those goals, and he succeeded. You ever wonder why one person can have one store and suddenly have a bunch? And he was pretty much the driving force to do that. Now, as it grew, yes, we came a corporation. You have a board of directors, and la di da di da di da All that wonderful stuff. But Mr. Penny, J.C. Penny, was the man who went from one store to two to three to four. And that's what his dream and that's what his vision and that's what his goals stated. But it was when he put it down on goals and when he applied action to it is when things started to happen. And again, there's nothing against being a stock clerk. But if you have vision and dreams and want to move forward you have to have goals and pretty soon you won't be a stock clerk maybe you want to have your own store and we know that story has been repeated over and over again in this great country this is a country when you can still do that how long we don't know and we hope that it never happens that we're told by somebody else who we can be and what we can be so again i want to thank uh Guest three for being with us today. Uh, again, I would look, always like to have, have people with us, and I hope you all share. <clears throat> this is show number 2855 at TalkShoe. You can share that with your friends and give them an opportunity to listen to any or all of the past 384 episodes. Uh, we've got some guests lined up. One of them couldn't make it this morning. Unfortunately, that happens. Um, I've been chatting and meeting some other younger people who uh, have the same uh, passion that uh, that I do about self-improvement. And uh, I am constantly working very hard in improving Chuck. And, uh, you know, I've had some setbacks the last couple of weeks, darn it. We'll maybe share them next time. But, uh, you know, it's because I, I, uh, I, I didn't stay on track. I, 
it's so easy to do, but it's easy to go the other way. Uh, I didn't become a drifter, if we go back to outwitting the devil. And, uh, the, uh, you know, we all have ups and downs. It's how bad we beat ourselves up about the down, which you shouldn't do. How about praising yourself about the good things that happen? And uh, all of this is predicated on a person having and possessing and owning the passion for being who they are and who they want to be. You already are who you are. You just want to improve who you are to fulfill those dreams through the vision and and accomplish that which you set out to accomplish. And uh, passion seems to be a major ingredient in the ability to do that. Uh, that's another oft bantered around word passion, but uh, there was a philosopher, and I never can remember his, I mean, it's how to pronounce, La Rochefoucauld was a Frenchman. And uh, one quote that stuck out that I read a while back, and I have it written here, is the most untutored person with passion is more persuasive than the most eloquent without. Just think about that. I mean, it's so true. Passion. Passion is what drives you. Passion is what makes you go. And how many of us know passionate people? But when you do meet a passionate person, don't you notice a difference? And again, it's something we all possess. We just have to nurture it. We have to grow it, just like a garden. Prepare the soil, plant the seed, and nurture it. Yes, the seed will sprout, and it'll grow. But going back to growing tomatoes, a tomato plant will do X. With proper care, following my DVD on how to get 50 pounds per plant, that plant will produce more. Because now the plant didn't. I mean, the, pa- the plant has a passion, quote, a genetic disposition to reproduce. So all man does is alter by pruning and feeding and caring for that plant so that it optimally produces. The genetic code didn't change, but it optimally produced because we we altered its natural instinct with water, care, and pruning. And a tomato plant that gives people normally, if you just let it go, 10, 12 pounds of tomatoes, you can get 50 pounds of tomatoes. They all taste just as good. So a family can have more food benefit in a smaller area by taking care of that tomato plant. And the same thing applies to anything else you do, be it art, business, raising children, whatever. Everybody, this is Chuck Bartok from the banks of the Sacramento River, thanking you very much for joining us for the uh, 384th episode of the Focus Society of Overachievers. Uh, We'll have some good things to talk about. If anybody has any ideas or uh, any uh, specific items they'd like to discuss about self-improvement, drop me an email, chuckbartok at gmail.com, and uh, we'll bring it up. Again, guest three, thank you very much for Being here, I always am curious who people are that are listening, but 
I, I can appreciate the anonymity. We have Gerard King with us, the brilliant author from Washington, D.C., who always mutes himself out so he can write volumes. <laughs> and see, it's interesting. Gerard shows up here to get ideas for his books. That's brilliant. He spends his time listening to other people. And it's those thoughts that he listens to. He doesn't regurgitate what he listens to. He creates his own presentation. But he also realizes that gathering the foundation, gathering the material, gathering ideas, helps him formulate the direction he wants to go. So, again, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Lori, say hello to Brad and your kids. And we'll be back next Tuesday uh, for the 385th episode of the Focus Society of Overachievers. Thank you all very much. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks, Chuck. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.